The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Back to our uh, our podcast, the Avoda Podcast. Today's topic is color war, and uh, Ronnie, do you know what the name of today's podcast is? Color war. Color war, blue versus white. Yeah. Today's our uh, we're doing the blue versus white. Uh, color war is a would you say it's a big deal at camp? Um, it's a huge deal. It's the longest color war in the history of color war anywhere at any camp. <laughs> uh, how long is it? Six and a half days. All Cut right. down is, I understand. Yes. Uh, so six and a half days, we divide the camp into blue and white, and you're on that team for the whole time. You, As I tell prospective parents all the time, we do sports games. Everything's worth points. Running races, artwork, drama, fishing, frog hunting, canoeing, sandcastling, sand zoo ball, flag rush, you name it. It's uh, an amazing week. And it's really, uh, it's, uh, I guess, comparing it to the March Madness tournament is a little bit of a stretch. But what I do like about both tournaments is you always have people participate who might not have, you know, shined otherwise. And people uh, are always generating amazing stories about themselves and achievement. And uh, so, you know like the Bible, like the Torah, right? We're always kind of rewriting new chapters and interpreting it different ways. And yep. it's, uh, it's amazing. It is. So uh, this past weekend uh, was Bubba Fest, and uh, Bubba Fest was at Union Street in Newton. Adam Bubba Miller, uh, a dear member of our community who passed away four years ago, I believe. And uh, so every year we have a, a an event. It's mostly to honor and remember Bubba, but then there's a secondary piece of it, which is just to raise a little money for scholarship, which we've done uh, successfully each year. Uh, we raised probably close to $2,000 the other night, which was amazing. But then, uh, like I said, more importantly, it's amazing. Uh, you were there, right? I was there. It was, it was amazing. It's amazing. There's mm-hmm. uh, alumni of all ages. Uh, people bring their wives and... Um, it's just nice to remember the good times, talk about Adam, and just to, to see and connect with so many of it, amazing Avodians. It's just yeah. uh, it's a good thing. So while we were at Bubba Fest, I said, hey, I'm doing this great podcast, and um, we wanted to talk about Color War. So I was able to interview a few people, and uh, today's episode, we're going to get to a couple of the interviews, and uh, we're going to hear what they said. I asked each... Uh, well, you'll hear what I asked them. I asked a couple of, a couple of fun questions, and uh, the first one we're going to listen to uh, I'm going to ask our producer, Dave Yass, from Pod 617. Dave, uh, how you doing today? Not too bad. And um, I appreciate the classy in- interpretation of my name, but when you grow up in Boston, it's just Yaz. Pretend yeah. it's a Z. Okay, Yaz. It's, uh, so it's funny because my family corrects me when I say Quincy, and they say, no, it's a Z. Even though there's a C, it's Quincy. No, Quincy, man. <laughs> Are you from Quincy? <laughs> no, I'm from Worcester. Oh, I'm from Gloucester. <laughs> Uh, all right, the first clip we're going to play, I was with uh, Ben Rubin, Josh Cohen, and my wife, Jill. And uh, then we had a special guest come out in the middle uh, to, to join us in this Color War conversation. I'm here with Josh Cohen and Ben Rubin and Jill Schiffman, and we're doing some Color War discussion tonight. Uh, guys, thanks for joining us. Hey, happy to be here. Hey, thanks for having us. Yeah, great to be here. <laughs> um, all right, we're talking about Color War. Do you remember uh, any Color War songs and if so, can you sing a little bit of one? Just like a line or something that sticks out. 
Yeah, there was a, a comedy song. I think I was on the army. Uh, I think the chorus went something like, uh, Van do D, Van do Da, no emotion. What do you really do here? So angry, so nervous, so nervous, you're so hurting. Phantoms <laughs> are a joke of a team. And who and who is that? Who is that about? That was uh, that was about Adam Van Dam, the first lieutenant of the the other team, the White Phantoms. All right, very yep. good. Thank you. I remember that one? That was a good one. <laughs> awesome. All right, thanks, guys. Uh, best start, right? We always like to surprise our campers in some capacity. Do you remember a good start, either as a camper or a counselor, that you'd like to tell us about? Well. There was the helicopter coming on the field, which even though you could kind of see it coming, you knew what was happening, it was always cool to see like a helicopter flying on the field at camp. That's always exciting. Very, very cool, and it's happened, I think, four times in the history of Avoda that I know about. So what it's, year uh, was that? What year was 2008, that? 2011? 2011. There, there was 11, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Nice. Josh, any, any starts you remember? <laughs> So we have a special guest with us. Uh, Louis, Louis Douglas is helping us. Louis, tell us your uh, a, a, a color war start that you remember that was really memorable. Something that sticks, <laughs> sticks out in your head. Um, I'd say that my favorite start was when you got cuffed. <laughs> Easily. That was. I think it was desert. Was that desert war? Or was uh, I think it was desert war. And times. the police. <laughs> those were none of those were real. None of those were real. <laughs> Yeah, can you tell what, what happened? I believe the officer walked in, <laughs> a very well-proportioned individual, <laughs> and he called out Mr. Schiffman, and he, I don't remember what the violation was. Uh, he didn't say the violation, but he also didn't read me my rights, which a few people pointed out. Yeah, he and, and he put me in the back of his car, and then when he took me out, he told me that I think that was his first arrest, actually. <laughs> he was not, honestly. He was not Mirandized, was, so we it, think he would have beat the charges. <laughs> All right, any other color war thoughts? Guys, this is priceless. Any so, honestly, sometimes some of the worst starts are the best starts. I think when you know it's coming and you're just building up all that anticipation, it's, it's exciting. Yeah. I remember my, this was before your time, it was 2005. We had this guy like Cess Carney. I don't know if this should be recorded, but <laughs> we had this guy like Cess Carney, and uh, he actually almost died during the start because he saran wrapped himself in plastic and yeah. he couldn't get out. Yeah. He started flopping like a fish for a little bit. Yeah. And we're all just staring at him. And then finally, like, he breaks out and he takes, like, a huge gasp of air and he's like, Scholar War! <laughs> so for our viewers, we'll talk about uh, Camp Vote is a great place for little kids. Really, really nurturing and uh, teach them the best lessons possible. Makes your kid into a man. <laughs> all right, thanks, guys. <laughs> what do you think, Ronnie? I know who Cess Carney is, so it's so who, okay. So who is Cess Carney? Cess Carney is a contortionist guy. Yeah, he enter- He comes he, to camp and entertains us, but he does it in uh, macabre ways, would you say? Macabre. Yes. He's quite macabre. He's quite macabre. So um, he might have been gasping, but he, I think he knew what he was doing. I think doing. he was acting, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. But uh, always always good uh, good starts, good <laughs> memories, and uh, Color War lyrics. What do you think of uh, Joko's song? Joko's songs were good, but I have to say... Um, new to the Camp Avoda color war scene, my favorite thing is that I get to wear flamingos on my head. Right, that's and nice. somebody might want to know why, so we'll leave them in. We'll leave them wondering <clears throat> for a little while. And do you know why? I know why. Why is it pink flamingos? Pink flamingos means that you are neutral, even though we're really not. I believe it was from a John Waters movie from the seventies. Probably called Pink Flamingos.
that was the name yeah. of the movie. I think there was. I think John Waters uh, did have a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love to break out my headgear. It's a good look. <laughs> we love it, and uh, it's uh, it's it's manly to wear pink as well. For for me. For uh-huh. me. All right, we're gonna move to our next interview. Uh, we also had out on the stoop, which is maybe what we'll call this segment. But out on the stoop, we had uh, Jeff Vetstein, who's the president of our alumni association. Paul Simon of Simon and Sons. Paul Simon was actually, uh, yeah, a mentor of mine. And Greg Lazaroff, I believe, was out there. So let's hear what these guys had to say about Color War. All right, I'm out on the uh, on the patio with Jeff Vetstein, Greg Lazaroff, and Paul Simon. What bunk 14s were you guys in? 1990. Better 1990. 1997. Pratter, 97. Uh, Pretty sure 1981. 81, Paul Simon. You are correct. We'll give you credit for that. Guys, we're talking about Color War. We've interviewed a bunch of people uh, just trying to get some some thoughts or some words about the best Color War start that you remember as a camper, as a CIT, as a counselor. I'm sorry, just you were you were a captain, right? Do you remember the start of your your years, uh, Color War? I was a captain, and I do not remember the start. <laughs> it, sorry, just to interrupt for a second. It's one of my favorite memories, and uh, we played Camp Borndale. We played Camp we played oh, Camp Borndale in in softball. The staff. Now I remember the start. <laughs> <laughs> the staffs played each other, and it got heated, and then they got into yeah. a fight, and before they were about to kill each other. And like every camper yes, standing uh, on their porch watching. Absolutely, yes. Uh, Tubes was pitching to some jerk on the Borndale team, and he probably, hit him, and they, and they charged the mound, and they said, it's color war. And I remember being so incredibly pumped up. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes, color yes. war. <laughs> and sentimentally, Paul was a really nice camper to me. He was in bunk 14. I was in bunk like eight or something like that. And I was, I remember he was, they called him captain, and I was like, oh, I was so psyched. Anyway, color war starts, you guys. And yeah, I mean, I was bunk one, 1990, which was Jeff Vetstein's wow. uh, bunk 14. Awesome. Bobby Zucker, Jake Farkasen yep. in the helicopter yes. in the middle of the field. They just thing. come swarming around the field and oh, yeah. uh, they jump out. They tell me it's color war. It was the greatest <laughs> thing ever. I mean, helicopter at Camp Avoda. I didn't get to ride in the helicopter. Greatest thing ever. The greatest <laughs> thing ever. No. Well, it was the greatest thing for me. Eight years old. It's awesome. a good thing. Yeah, it's awesome. a good thing. Awesome. I think awesome. we're going to name this episode of the podcast Helicopter because several That's people have up. talked about it. It's wow. awesome. Yeah, we've had 77. We talked about 1990. We've talked about 1989, I think, right. or whatever. So I'm going back to 1986, Counselor Walkout. Right. Ooh, CW. All of my favorite counselors <laughs> left camp, went and had a day off. We were all told that they were fired. Everybody was crying, and then all of a sudden, on a Saturday night, I think during Havdala. Shabbat. Yeah, exactly, exactly. (laughs) They came back and said it was color war, and it was the greatest thing ever. Beautiful. My bad. Uh, (laughs) Gotta bleep that out, bleep that out. Uh, All right, real fast, and color war songs. Do you remember any lyrics, any tunes, anything that stands out? Yeah, I pretty much remember every song from 1984 in my bunk one. Give us, give us one. Um, white magic will put you under their power, fighting against all the juicy. That was our fight song. So Bobby Zucker yes, just sang and that. I was on yeah. that white magic. Uh, he th- sang that I, one too. Just now, I think he yeah. might, he might. I think he sounded a little bit better than you. Is he a professional he had to musician? Them back then. <laughs> I got one too. 1997, Blue Justice, my captain yes. year. Against All Odds, Free Choice, written by Jeff Goldberg, and I'm pretty sure Jeff Betstein over here helped that. Right. Uh, will they remember me then? Uh, right. When I'm just a name with no face. Give me a, give me a couple bars. I don't know about that. I, I can't sing, but uh, it was, it was one, of the better, one of the better yeah. song fests. Yeah, awesome. against all odds, Bill Collins. Yeah. Nice. All right. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah. Paulie, any songs? No surprise, I don't remember a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, thanks so much. Yeah. Thank you. All right, just a quick uh, editorial note about that interview. In the middle of it, I think I called Greg Lazaroff Dave Pratter. 
I, I apologize. Uh, if anybody knows, the two guys actually are close friends, but more importantly, they used to run a fundraiser for camp every year, and they raised uh, you know tens of thousands of dollars for Revota. So for for some reason, Pratt or Lazaroff is one word. And uh, Greg, I apologize, but thanks for participating and uh, appreciate it. Here with Dave Pratter and Bobby Zucker, and uh, still talking about color war. It's been a color war night. A lot of good stories so far. And uh, guys, how you doing? I'm doing pretty well, thank you. We're great, we're great. What are we doing? Bubba Fest tonight? We're doing Bubba Fest. All right. Um, Here's to Bubba. You know, you talked about starting color war. I, little known fact, I actually started multiple color wars. All right, that's good. Did you want to hear about those? I would love it. Yeah, tell right. us. So, um, as a counselor or a camper? <clears throat> no, as a, as a camper and counselor. So in 1994. I went to the infirmary during the year, during uh, the day of color break, uh, it was pretended that I was injured, <laughs> and during lunchtime, you remember Was I your counselor that year? No, you were my counselor in 93. Yeah, right. In 1994, I, uh, I was in uh, Paul Davis's cabin, and I came out during lunch, and when the packages were being delivered, I was in a box. <laughs> and uh, when Color War started, I just popped out of a box and yelled, "It's Color War!" And what happened? That was it. And how did that was it? it. What, what did this have to Color do with War the infirm- what, what did this have to do with the infirmary piece? So, so the ruse was you were in the infirmary. Yeah, sick. the ruse I was see, is I that see. I was injured. Yeah, and that's why I was not in my activities throughout the day. And then at lunchtime, I was in a box. And, they, and you popped out. And I popped out, and, and I yelled, it's color war. <laughs> and a little known fact, in 1998, I went in the back of a cop car <clears throat> with Josh Tam, and we announced color war. Nice. To start. Yep. So and people thought you were arrested? People thought, no, 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 it was like, it was before Reveille. Okay, so you just, just drove in in a cop car. We just drove in in a cop car, so I actually announced multiple nice. color war starts. That's I a good announced thing. one as well. Yeah? In 1990, I flew in on a helicopter. All right. Sorry, just to interrupt for a second. Yes. We've now had a few interviews, <laughs> and I think helicopter start has come up in all yeah, of them. So, so, I, uh, so you were a captain during a color, uh, helicopter start. I was. I was captain in that. But my favorite one might be, because I actually, there was some kid stole a wallet. That was the rumor, and he was got in really big trouble, and he came to apologize, and he started color war. But I still don't D- really DJ. like. I still don't like DJ because DJ. of it. I was DJ. like, oh, that DJ guy stole. Right? No, 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 different no. DJ. A younger different DJ. DJ. An older Dan DJ. Jacob. Danny, yeah. And uh, I, yeah, I still have this dislike for him because I remember for like a period of time I knew it was him and I didn't like him. He was the thief. Yeah, he was the thief. He was the thief. He stole somebody's wallet and started <laughs> color war. Perfect. Good deal. All right. Uh, any songs you guys remember really fast? Any uh, terrible no songs? So That's fine. Back in 1984, we used to have to memorize all of the songs, not just the alma mater. And I, I remember the the White Magic song. Um, I don't think I should sing it. Just give us a little, just, was, just uh, try your best. It was to the song Windy. And Windy has stormy skies. That one? Yes. Yeah, so it was White Magic will put you under our power, fighting against all that we see, majestically beating every opponent, standing tall as magic. Woo! That's about all I got. And did, and did you guys win? I think you know the answer to that one. <laughs> <laughs> I know we did not win. It was 1990. My first I forgot. I forgot. It was not, that was 1984. Oh, 84. That was 1984. Oh, Magic Against Express. I don't yeah, remember. You were, right. you were right. Express. Right. I don't remember any songs. I'm not sing lyrics. But in 2001, we uh, our fight song was to Entertainer by Nirvana. Oh, nice. And that's all I got. So okay. All right. That's worst, good. Must have been intense. Must have been, If it was Nirvana, it must have been an intense like, song. People were like, you 
can't really do a fight song to Nirvana. <laughs> and I was like, no, I think we're going to do it. We're going to try it. I think we're going to do it. Keep going. Oh, so my the, my worst song fest experience was when I was a captain, and I have a terrible voice as you just heard, and uh, they were like, "Don't worry, you won't have to sing. Everyone else will be singing you." And, and my team lost you by at the time like my team lost by the most ever, but at the time until the empire yeah, until two years later. Thank you, David Wilcox. <laughs> uh, and so. I got up there, and my team was just so down that during the alma mater, which they were supposed to memorize, they forgot, but they let me have a sheet. So I was the, I had a solo <laughs> during the song fest the when they promised me I wouldn't have to sing at all. <laughs> the previous three years, they put me in the back row and told me not to sing. Right. Yeah. And yeah. this time, I had a solo. It's very stressful. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, great. Thanks, guys. This was awesome. All right, so I'm here with Sam Merkin hey. and Mike Ross. Hey. What Bunk 14s were you guys in? 1985. 77. All right, so we got some good history here. We're talking about Color War, today, right. today's episode. Um, could, do you remember your favorite Color War song? It doesn't have to be your favorite. Do you remember any Color War songs and from what year, roughly? 1984. 1984, which one? Blue Express. Blue Express will speed by white. We will win this awesome fight. In the lake and on the field. Blue team's efforts never yield. Blue team's brotherly bond. We'll destroy the magic wand. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. And I was actually on that team, so nice. I totally remember that. Nice. I could have sung a little bit, not all of it. And that was the cheer, right? Cheer fight. I don't think they do. Did they, they got rid of one of the songs. Yeah. I forget. Um, do you remember any songs, any lyrics? Any From Color War? Color War songs? No, I don't remember any Color War songs. <laughs> How about us? Do you remember any 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 color war starts? Yes. What's a, what's one that sticks out in your head? This is somewhat selfish, so I just want to give a little bit of a warning there. No, no, no need, no need to. The, the first time ever that the helicopter was used to start color war was in 1977 when Ken Sandberg and I were captains. Just to interrupt for a sec, we had just done an interview a moment ago and we were talking about a helicopter start and the history of them. So this is perfect. Excellent. Well, this was the first one yeah there, were, there weren't any before that because there weren't helicopters to use did you go did you go in the helicopter when in the helicopter I remember the name of the pilot was Fred and I also remember that uh, Ken Sandberg or, or Tuna as he's known to many was made to sit on the outside of the helicopter and it was glass so he was on the outside slot nice Fred was very calm I was calm and Tuna was a little bit shaken up <laughs> <laughs> we landed on the field to start color landed on the field we, we went around the field a few times it was an all glass helicopter so the view was wild that's why Tuna was getting a little wound up and then we, we went around the field a couple of times which was a beautiful view and landed straight in the middle of the field so cool so cool, so cool. such a good memory yes. yeah that's awesome. The one year they did it when I was on Color War staff, actually. I don't remember the year. I was going against Pee Wee. Bobby Zucker. 1989, maybe, Bobby, right? 89. 89. Yeah. So, and, and, and in the lodge, there was this huge encasement where they had kept a big screen TV. Yeah. And we thought it would be cool, instead of coming out to do the path walks, that we would somehow pop out of this thing. I don't know why it was in the lodge. And so the helicopter landed, and we heard about how cool it was, and we were s- hiding in this stupid closet in the lodge, <laughs> and we totally missed it. <laughs> so, uh, all right, good deal. And any other Color War memories, so favorite Color War memories? for you, too. My favorite would have to have been the council walkout in 1986. It was very intense. There were a lot of people. You were, you were a camper or a counselor? CIT. CIT. So, and I was a pretty useful CIT, so I had no idea what was going on. I didn't know whether it was real or fake, and it was seemed very real. felt very real. So what happened? So counselors actually got So counselors, quote, quote, unquote, got in trouble and got, quote, fired. So other counselors got really mad and left on strike 
and we thought it was legitimate. A lot of important counselors, you know, weren't in camp for a day or two, and it was really intense. People were scared, and, you know, like, it was a really intense color war start, and then when they came back in to start color war, I remember Stoney starting it, it was... The place just went berserk. Awesome. Awesome, I mean, right? it was totally nice. berserk. It was good, cool. Good moment. I think, really and cool. I think they did it another year after us. Like, okay, yeah, ten or twelve years after. Right. But I definitely remember that one yeah. too. All right, it's great. Thank you guys. Thanks for joining us tonight. Sure, our pleasure. All right. Still at Bubba Fest tonight talking to Russell Sherman, Benny Cohen, Ben Pemstein, Adam Greenstein, and uh, Pratter is still with us. Dave, thanks for joining us for the second round of interview. We're standing in a cold alleyway. We're very uh, cold. cold. Guys, how are you doing tonight? We're great. We're doing good. All right. We're talking about Color War tonight and uh, talking about the best start that happened, the best start that ever happened while you were either a camper or a counselor. Uh, Anything anything come to mind? Blue Man Group, 1999. Blue Man, really Blue Man Group? A, uh, off, off camp field trip to Blue Man Group. And at the end of it, they did the Color War Star. Beautiful. Kids like it? Kids loved it. That's awesome. Awesome. Anything I, jumped I, Well, I was fortunate enough to have an amazing start in both my first year and my last year as staff. It was the same start. So 1977, a helicopter landed on the field, and the two captains got out. Um, and surprised us all early in the morning. And then 1990, uh, my last year on staff, they, uh, and color staff, they, a helicopter landed and Bobby Zucker and Jake Farkson jumped out and it was start of color war again. So that was pretty, pretty dramatic. There's something amazing about a helicopter landing on the field at Avoda, right? That's a classic. The helicopter, we had had the helicopter as well. What year? What year was that? I don't remember. 2001, what year we had the helicopter. Sawyer, yeah, Sawyer and Corrin. Right. Corrin yeah. here representing. <laughs> Corrin came down in the helicopter too, and um, it, was, it was triumphant. We, we've done now four or five interviews tonight. Helicopters come up in every every one. It's great. We've had we've had this 1977 guys talk about it. What what was that? What year was that? 1998. What anybody know what happened in 1998? Uh, yeah, Deuce and I were in a cop car. Cop car, another cop car. Yeah, yeah, right, you would mention that one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Middle World Police came to Right. Last year for Desert War, I got arrested, and they put me in the back of the cop car. That was that was that was a good one. One of the most dramatic ones was in 1986, where the probably top five or six counselors at camp continued to. For about two weeks, we're fighting with the administration, and they all decided towards the end of the summer that they quit, and they walked out of camp. And as you can imagine the campers how upset they were, and it was the counselor walkout, um, and they <laughs> and they were <laughs> thank you with sound effects, um, and it was the counselor walkout, and they they left camp, and for two days they were they left. They enjoyed a nice day off at the beach, um, and for two days they left. And then on Friday night, um, Friday night dinner, we were all sitting around, and um, they, Tom Levitt was on the board of directors, and he came into the mess hall, and he said, listen, we've got a plan. We're going to figure out a way to still have color war, even though those counselors are gone, and we'll figure out a, a plan B. And just as he said that, the doors broke open uh, from the mess hall, uh, from the kitchen, and the, the staff, the six members who had walked out, came busting in and said, you're not having color war without us. And it was the start of color war. It was pretty dramatic. That's exciting. I remember it. I remember it well. Uh, Any color war songs jump to mind? Any lyrics that you can sing for us? You get extra points if you actually sing. We had a few guys sing. 
I feel like Green Sheet's definitely the Greeny. Jeff Goldberg had teak, but I don't remember the lyrics. That was a good one. I would love to say, I have no memory of any color war songs. I don't believe you. That's Russell Sherman, the board president, who's got a mind like a. Like, like a, a what? Like a hawk. Like a trap. <laughs> Something. All right, guys, thanks so much. Great interview. All right. What'd you think? <laughs> I think they're awesome. Impressions? Any uh, any Color War start impressions? Or what do you remember as a as a, a good start since you've been at camp? I was I liked the motorcycles. Last year. Those guys were pretty impressive. Yeah, for years I've been saying, we got to get motorcycles here. And uh, thanks to Lynn to Sullivan, Lynn. Our, our wonderful office manager, she hooked us up with Joe. Uh, her now fiance mm-hmm. and uh, he and his buddies came down on their their dirt bikes and they charged the field as we were at lineup. It was uh, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, it really was. All right, um, I think we're gonna wrap up today's uh, today's show. Color War, awesome all the time. We talk about it all year. We talk about it all summer. It usually unfolds in an amazing way. And uh, anyway, so Ronnie, thanks for joining me today. Dave, thanks as always. Uh, if you like today's podcast, please share it. Please share it. You can subscribe on iTunes. And uh, you can also find past episodes of the Camp Avoda podcast, Big Avoda World, and Blue versus White on Pod 617. Thanks again to Aaron Katz for our amazing music. And we'll see you guys down on the shores of Tispoquin. Mm-hmm.